Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Bowling, and I'm way pumped to have you join me today because I get to interview a special guest. As you listen today, you get to hear what it looks like to live in genuine love every day, and you're going to love it. Be sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Hey there, thank you so much for watching, listening. Totally stoked to get to hang out with you. Of course, I want you to subscribe because we have amazing content and we have an amazing guest for you today. There's my friend, Alex Seeley. I'm just gonna call you Alex, yes, right? I call please. that pastor. You know, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I get that, I get that. So Alex, um, yeah. totally, I know you're from Australia, originally yeah. Adelaide, Yeah. Um, but give us a little background. Like, who are you? Yeah, I am a regular girl that grew up in Adelaide, South Australia and got saved when I was 11 years of age and was part of the same church until we moved to America. But we ended up moving to Melbourne the last 10 years before um, we moved to America to plant a church with our youth pastors that we'd been with forever uh, called Planet Shakers. Mm -hmm. And we moved to Melbourne to do that. So I've been a pastor for... 29 years now and married with two great kids, 19-year-old and a 15-year-old. And uh, yeah, moved to America 2012. Didn't think we would start a church, but here we are. And now we pastor a church in Nashville. Mm -hmm. That's totally cool. Yeah. Totally cool. So we were talking like offline or whatever off this thing (laughs) about um, your favorite book of the Bible is Revelation. Yeah, it has now. become. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. And, and well, that was funny because <laughs> we both have a similar background. So why did you not like it initially? I was afraid of it because I'd never really understood it because the way I was taught growing up that it was this apocalypse, you know, the end of the world, that we would have fear it, that we were going to get, you know, had to make the decision, the mark of the beast, we would get our heads cut off. And we, yeah. we realized that we both watched the same movie mm-hmm. growing up called Thief in the Night. That yep. was With horrific. the guillotine and yes. the basket of heads. Yes. Yeah, and and everyone in, in the forest, uh-huh. like escaping for their lives. And I, I don't know if you did this when you were younger, but there was a day that I came home and no, like no uh-huh. one was home. Uh-huh. And I literally thought uh-huh. everyone had been taken and yep. I was left behind. Yep, 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 yep. I know, I know. I did the same thing. And I'm calling people, yes. hello. Like, mm-hmm. And my mum was just across the street delivering, uh-huh. like, groceries to a lady in need. And I was like, mum, yeah. where were you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's how, how horrified I was mm-hmm. of it. So I would always steer away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would kind of dance around a few of the scriptures, you know, watching the pe- the elders and the beasts, you know, mm-hmm. singing holy, holy, holy. That was easy. Sure, you sure. know, that was. But then to really get into the prophetic images, mm. they scared me, yeah. the dragon and the woman and the, mm-hmm. like all of those things. And so recently, about two years ago, I met a gentleman who, who preached this message on Isaiah 6 and Revelation 4, which is pre-cross, post-cross, mm. and he unveils worship in heaven mm. and I literally was on my face prostrate before the Lord just weeping because of the revelation yeah. well then I invited him to come speak at our conference and as a gift he gave me this expository book that he'd written wow. on revelation called discipleship on the edge well I start I didn't read it for a couple of months to be mm-hmm. honest I kind of left it there picked it up and no joke I I find myself weeping every chapter and he goes through every chapter and every verse of the entire book. And what it did is it lit something in me that this is actually who we're called to be and Mm. there's no fear. 
yeah. because we're on the victory side. Like mm-hmm. Jesus has won the victory. So why are we afraid of the, mm-hmm. the end times and the mm-hmm. second coming? This is actually the glorious hour for the church. Mm-hmm. So it changed everything and it made me fall in love with a book that I was always a little bit mm-hmm. nervous about. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool. Yeah. And married, how long have you been married? 24 and a half years. Yeah. Yep. So we got married when I was 25. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the love of my life, my best friend. And had kids five years after we were married, and I have a 19-year-old and a 15-year-old and mm-hmm. first college girl, and that was hard this year, yep. sending her away, but yep. it is what she it is. she move out of state? No, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. She's in-state but an hour away, so mm-hmm. she's moved out of home, but mm-hmm. she's doing great. And your son, right? He's, he's 15, 15, yeah, so his freshman year of high school this mm-hmm. year. So. Does he, does he, when do yeah. you drive there? Well, he can get his permit now, but... He hasn't got it yet. I'm kind of pushing it, like waiting till he's 16 because he's, you know, it's so young. Mm -hmm. It just feels so young. I don't know what it's like in Colorado, but Mm -hmm. 15's young. Similar, similar. We can get our permit here when we're 15. You have to drive for like a year and a half, log these hours and all this stuff. Yeah, so I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just pushing it a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. That's cool. What do you like to do to relax? Honestly, I'm a foodie, so I like to eat. Good dinner. Hmm. I like going out to dinner. I like going to cafes. I'm not really an adventurer. I'm not someone. And Nashville's not really a place for outdoors. Like no. they do not cater for the outdoors. I really miss that about Australia because you could always go bike riding, walking, yeah. beach, lakes, whatever. But Nashville's just not that way. So I've just mm-hmm. got into the food business. Yeah. So. You know, something to think about, because, and help me, I, I yeah. like my geography is kind of sketchy, yeah. um, but Nashville's in Tennessee. Yes. And it's halfway, right? So yep. on the west side is Memphis. Yep. East side is Knoxville. Yep. Nashville's in the middle. Yep. If I remember right, because we drove through there. Yes. And driving, like, mm-hmm. from the west to the east was, like, yeah. a long yeah, drive. It is. It is. So if I remember right, there's, like, a boatload of, thousand, like, over a thousand waterfalls. That is very true, mm-hmm. and I've not gone to one yet. Yeah, and there's one outside of Nashville that's that's beautiful. Yes. It starts with a B, like Burgess. Yeah, my friends go mm-hmm. hiking there all the time, and I have not done that, and I probably should. It's fantastic. So, yeah, that is very true. I can show you some pictures. Yeah, I would love mm-hmm. that. That's yeah. fun. That's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think every time we think of it, it's the wrong time of year. Oh, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, we should go to those waterfalls, mm-hmm. and then we never do it. Yeah, so I get you. I yeah. get you. So, favorite genre of food? Uh, Thai food. Love, love Asian mm-hmm. food. Yeah. So in Australia, obviously, we're closer to Asia. Yeah. So you get to go there a lot more. Yeah. Singapore, Malaysia, <clears throat> Philippines, Thailand, all the places, and yep. the food. And mm-hmm. then in Melbourne too, uh, and Adelaide, but in Melbourne where we lived the last 10 years it's just got the best Asian cuisine and so mm-hmm. you know little Chinatown and I just love Asian food so we make that a lot cook that a lot love mm-hmm. it. So, that's yeah. fun yeah. and did you grow up eating Asian food a lot yeah we ate a whole lot of things mm-hmm. my mum was an incredible cook and um, she always liked to try new things and so yeah and she was farm to table before farm to table was cool she oh, was organic yeah. before organic was cool you know because yeah. they were farmers they grew up in Italy as farmers oh. and so we had our own garden at home we had 17 fruit trees we wow. they would make their own wine they would press their own oil oh. they would slaughter the pig and make all the like prosciutto uh-huh. sausages like mm-hmm. everything even down to their own soap yep so everything was like farm to table Mm -hmm. and so I grew up really really healthy 
And so coming to Nashville was a real culture shock. <laughs> Fried chicken, everything. Exactly. And I was like, oh, my gosh, are there any healthy options? But now there are, so yeah. it's good. Yeah. So did you grow up, like, on a farm, basically? No. We grew up probably on a, gosh, I always work out that Australian metrics are different, but it's probably just under an acre. Mm -hmm. So there was lots of space, but my parents and my dad was a landscaper by trade. And so it was a beautiful, like landscaped garden, trees everywhere. So it was actually very beautiful. And then right at the back, a four grid garden. So she would always leave one to rest and use the other three. Mm -hmm. And then we had a wine press out the back. Mm -hmm. Like it was literally like a little mini urban garden, Uh uh, urban farm, if you want, but we didn't have the animals. So we didn't have the chickens, the, my mum, we had relatives that did. So we'd get the eggs. So it was always like this very communal Mm because I grew up Italian. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents are Italian. And so, yeah, it was always based around food. Yeah culture yeah and do you have siblings yes I have three they're all older than me I'm the baby of the family uh, they all live in Adelaide or oh, no one lives in Melbourne two live in Adelaide and yeah we are family of four my father passed away gosh it'll be 19 years this is November actually what date is it today no we're December yeah sorry it was November November 8th um so yeah so that with sickness he had leukemia and my mum's still alive. She's strong. Mm-hmm. She came visit us this year. Nice. She travelled all the way from Australia. She's 80 yeah. and she's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. Yeah. So when you were little, what did you want to do? It was like your you dream know, job. It was up. funny because when I was little, little, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. And then as I kind of got older, uh, medical things kind of made me feel a bit queasy and sick. But honestly, from the age of 11, I really felt, the call of God on my life and I didn't know what that meant I just knew I wanted to help people and be with the Lord and do things for the Lord but back then I was what 19 it was 1984 and there wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of examples and so all I knew is that I want to do something for Jesus one day I want to work for for the Lord what mm-hmm. does that mean I didn't know because I hadn't seen a lot of women in my life yeah um, so yeah, I, and then I just went to school, thought I was going to do marketing and then was like, no. And then my dad was like, you know, before you go to Bible college, I'd like you to get a trade or do something yeah. in the world, mm-hmm. like do something so that if this ministry stuff doesn't work out. Yeah. You have a fallback. Yeah. I have a fallback. Mm-hmm. And so I went to college, uh, and I became a legal secretary. And so I worked in a law firm for two and a half years, <laughs> but realized, nah, paperwork administration is not my strong suit. Loved the the people and loved, and I found sure. myself counselling people. Mm. Like I was always talking in, in offices, how are you? Yeah. Like, tell me about yeah. what's going yeah. on. And then about 2021, 20, I went to Bible college and then the rest is history, just worked mm-hmm. on staff at, at our church. And where did you go to Bible college? Uh, at my church, which was Adelaide Bible College. It was called up time because um, I went to Paradise Community Church. Yep. And, yeah, they had a, a full Bible college. I credited there, and so I did Bible college at my church. Yeah. So. And then yeah. did you work there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So after that year, I was—I didn't even finish my degree. They just had hunted me and said, "We'd like you to come on." And we had a huge young adult ministry at the time. Mm-hmm. It's about eleven hundred people mm-hmm. back then. It was mm-hmm. a big deal, and uh, they wanted a female pastor for all the women. Yeah. Um, just to pastor them, the new Christians, yep. and so that was my first role, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Here, I'm in my dream job," mm-hmm. and stayed there for. Until mm-hmm. we left to come mm-hmm. to America. Did you get to meet Mari Cartledge? I, I, I 
very briefly, like not because yeah, she was obviously with the yeah. upper leadership. Sure. But yes, yeah, totally knew who she was. She would come to the church. Yeah, and so yeah, and female leadership, yes. and yeah. kind of one of those pioneers. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, specifically for Australia, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, and strong. Yeah. yeah, and she would come preach. Yep, at our church. and they had you know that Bible school they had yep. Southern Cross. I That's think. right. Yeah. That was a, that was a really uh-huh. it was a great school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah. So you love teaching the Bible. Yep. And uh, what what are your favorite so Revelation is kind of oh, yeah, the, that's my cool yeah. jam now. But prior yeah. to Revelation, what did you really, really like? Well, I think for me, I I love to preach on the fact that who we are in Christ. I think that if, if anything, if you want to boil my messages mm-hmm. down to life messages, is that I feel like so many people who get saved, become Christians, they don't really ever understand their position in Christ. Mm. And so that's something that I was always very passionate about and obviously studying, reading, working towards because that's an important piece because then you don't live in the fullness of who God created you to be when you mm. don't know mm-hmm. who who you belong to, who you are. Mm-hmm. You can't really function in mm-hmm. that fullness. And so you see people constantly questioning, am I worthy? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. A- am I loved? Yeah. But what what's the call of God on my life? Mm-hmm. How do I hear the voice of God? Mm-hmm. And so that's been my it's been my primary, I think, you mm-hmm. know, just discovering our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Do you have like some chapter verses that really resonate? They're always like, this would fall back always. Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my life verse for me is it's for free. Galatians 5.1 is for freedom mm-hmm. and Christ came to set us free. So why would we go and bind ourselves up mm-hmm. with bondage again? It's like that thing of Christ came to set us free, yeah. to set us on a path. So why are we constantly bogged down mm-hmm stuck in our strongholds like mm-hmm. that for me will always be that go-to but but no I think it's so varied like how can mm-hmm. you I can't just stick to one thing I mean mm-hmm. goodness I mm-hmm. feel like I will never exhaust the bible no right? no it's true we'll it's totally exhausted. true so parenting yes totally dig that I love it yeah I love being what do you mom. like the most about it um I love watching their little personalities develop and become who God's creating them to be I love that they're my little friends mm. uh but I was a strict parent, <laughs> but a fun parent. Mm. And I think I love my kids. I love who they're becoming because their character, their humility, um, they're just, they're really good kids. Mm-hmm. I really have loved just, you know, I've made mistakes. I don't think I've mastered the sure. art of parenting at all. But I just, I actually love having kids. I wasn't able to have kids. I was barren for five years and so to have these two miracle babies is a is a real blessing mm. and so I don't take that for granted don't yeah. take it lightly and how do you yeah. see them kind of what are their interests well my daughter is actually uh, studying theater so she's a theater major and uh, is really good at it she's ever since she was three she's just loved the stage she's loved um performing she's really good at it actually we were just watching last night in the hotel her performance at MTSU um, she was the lead role, played the lead role and um, of a play that I'd never heard of, so not nothing uh, amazing, but it, she was great. And um, so she's very individualistic. She's very creative. Um, she's very bubbly. When she walks in a room, she lights it up. And my son, he's really introverted and quiet and um, he's just the sweetest kid. Like, honestly, he's like Jesus. And I always think, Henry, how did we do this? Because I don't know if this was our parenting. Because he's just that kid that wants to obey, that wants to do the right thing. And there's an innate righteousness in him. I've I've very rarely seen that in 
young people yeah. where there's the the willingness to not want to break the heart of God. Yeah. And I I was like, how does that how does that happen in a kid? Because I've taught them the ways, I've, you know, shown them the ways, but when I look at both of my kids, my, my daughter wants to push the boundaries, but Taylor wants to stay safe within them. And mm. so he's just a very sweet-hearted kid. Mm. Um, love them, think they're great. No, it's totally cool. Yeah. Last question, what do you like to read? I like to read. I love biographies. <laughs> I love bi- I love learning. I'm a people watcher, so I love learning about people and I I just I'll pick up a biography and I'll just whether it's a Christian person who's lived in like uh, Reinhard Bonnke's biography. Have you yeah, ever read that? I oh haven't. my goodness! <clears throat> like I just couldn't put it down, and it's a fat book. <sighs> but that was amazing. But then you've got like random, like Nelson Mandela's, you know. Yeah. And then there's just random people. So mm-hmm. I really love biographies. Did you do Long Walk to Freedom? Is that the one yes. you did with Nelson? Yeah. 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 And what what would you say is your favorite? Top three favorite? Oh my gosh! I don't. I never. I hate that question because yeah. I. It's like saying pick your favorite kid. You yeah. know, like or your favorite yeah. movie. I can never mm-hmm. say favorite movie, favorite mm-hmm. book, favorite. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I just no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just the good. whole spectrum of it. Here's yeah. another one. Viola Davis. Oh yes, did I haven't read, read that one yet. I did mm-hmm. that. That yeah. was good. Yeah, that was really good. It's really interesting. Yeah. And your daughter might like that. Yeah, because of all the exactly. theater stuff. Yes, right. Exactly. That's cool. I know. I watched her. Um, interview with Oprah recently mm-hmm. and it was so moving mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. book. and it's Should a powerful reading yeah. mm-hmm. I need to get that. yeah that's fun yeah. I like that one yeah nice good. nice yeah. nice thanks for hanging out thank you um, thank you so much for watching listening subscribing um here's a question for you to think about what's your favorite Asian cuisine <laughs> yeah. you're like what's that mean it's all the same right I'm like uh no <laughs> There's quite That's a bit right. of difference. Holy buckets. <laughs> there's a load of difference on the Asian cuisines. And la, 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 we have a fantastic joke. You know, my jokes are so great. <laughs> I had a dream the ocean was filled with orange soda. It was a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate orange soda. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Holy buckets. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for listening today. Totally love your guts, and I'd love for you to share this with your friends and your family. Thank you again and again for listening, and we'll catch you next week.